0: are listening to Journey with Jesus, a podcast of hope where you can find hope and joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus. Wow, it is February and I just can't believe it. We're so excited that you are joining us today on this February morning and we are starting a new series called Seeing God in Your Everyday. And I think this is so important that we just focus on the little things of seeing God in in everything and His presence is always in and around us. How are you this morning? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, thank you. We haven't been able to see each other due to just circumstances in our lives. And, you know, I know some of us have had COVID and I was one of those, but I've survived and it's all good. And, you know, even in that situation.
1: God is everywhere. He is, Jill. It is just so phenomenal. You know, where my house sits, I have such the pleasure of being able to look out in the morning and see the sun come up. We've even had a couple of full moons that just lit up my whole backyard. It's just been so wonderful. And I think God made all of that. He sure did. And the other day, I heard that song by
0: George Strait. Um, It's called, I Saw God Today. Love that song. It was recorded about 13 years ago, and I love it. And some of these words just made me realize how important it is. And this is what he's saying in the song, to see God today. Because he talks about, you know, seeing a flower coming up through the concrete. That was God. He talks about... um, going to church and and knowing that he's there in in church. He talks about actually a couple walking by and they were holding hands and she had that glow that was starting to show and that was God today. Seeing like you said, the sky with the sunset or sunrise, that's God. And then of course, when his baby girl was born and that just really got me and that was just brought tears to my eyes. How can God not be present when you see a birth like that and you experience the wonder?
1: And I think it comes down to, Jill, how we take God in. Because how we take God in is how we see God through us and in the things around us. So I'm really excited about what we're going to be talking about these next couple of weeks. Yes, I am too. And I agree with
0: you. When we believe in Jesus Christ, we are in Christ And as we follow Him, we are with Christ. So we want you to think about a couple of things as we go through this month. Are you hearing His voice? Are you seeing Him, the hand of God in your everyday life, in your ordinary circumstances?
1: Because He is there for you. He really is, Jill. And it's amazing to me, the more still you are, the more you can hear His voice, and the more you can live out what He has for you. And you can see Him today. And we're
0: also going to be talking about the hope that is ours through Christ. And that is the grace that Christ has so freely given us. So if you're listening today, know that you are lavished, covered by His grace. You are saved by His grace through love
1: to give grace to others. I love that. It makes me think of a scripture I want us to start out and think about this morning. It's coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest in me. My grace is sufficient for you. Amen. Amen. We'd like to invite
0: you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus Christ, who has given you grace upon grace so He can bring the Bible to life for you.
1: Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning so grateful and so thankful that you love us so much. You give us the sun and the moon and everything in between everything comes from You, God. We recognize that, we worship You, and we thank You for it. Lord, help us to see Your grace more clearly. Help us to see through Your eyes the things that You want us to see so we can grow closer to You, closer to Your Spirit, and get to know You in a new way. Lord, we pray for these things. We know they're coming. We thank You for them. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So as we
0: see God, we are going to focus this show today on grace. So what is grace? I have an acronym. Let's hear it. Okay. God's riches at Christ's expense. G-R-A-C-E. God's riches at Christ's expense. So Tanya, in other words, we are saved by grace. And the scripture that comes to mind is from 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 1 verse 9, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of His own purpose and grace. And this
1: grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. I love that. I do too, Jill. Oh my goodness. And it makes me think of something I thought about. You know, being a Christian, accepting God, accepting His grace and mercy every day is very simple. It's not complicated. Sometimes it's difficult to understand, and it took me a long time to realize it was more of my own barriers, my own walls that I put up, my own guilt, my own sin, that really kept me from that relationship with him. I really had to find and understand that scripture you read. Please read it again.
0: Yes. He has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done or not done but because of his own purpose and grace and of course this grace was given us in Christ Jesus
1: before the beginning of time it was and while I had put up those walls and barriers really the only person I hurt was myself and my relationship with him because when I got past some of that I've still got work to do don't get me wrong But when I got past some of that, I'm able to embrace my relationship with God in a completely different way just because He loves me. Yes.
0: And, you know, I know a lot of us do go back and we we have that mind where we think back to things we've done wrong, this past sins and all that. You know, God doesn't keep record of sins. And He has forgiven us. That grace is a gift from God. He has forgiven us and we're free to love. I've heard the term, you're washed as white as snow and cleansed by the blood and the power of Jesus Christ. So I want us to remember, and I'm glad that you, you know this now, that grace is a gift from God. So we need to open that gift and not be afraid, not think that we're not worthy of the gift, because we all are. That's part of just the, the beauty of this. And I want to talk a little bit about Ephesians, one of my favorite books in the whole Bible. I'm actually studying it right now is Ephesians 2, and it's all about by grace through faith. So we need to bring in faith here. And Tanya, you're able to receive those gifts because you have the faith in Jesus Christ. You have a relationship with Him. And it's through that relationship that you realize just what gifts that you have been given through His death and burial and resurrection, most
1: importantly. Absolutely, Jill. It has just... You know, I was that passive Christian. We talked about this back earlier in January, but it is very true. You can still get to heaven being passive, but just think how much more rich your life is going to be because you have embraced that relationship and opened up more opportunities for God to use you that will only bring you more joy because you accept His grace. And Tanya, if we look
0: at Ephesians 2... We have direction and we have encouragement of what can happen when we accept God's grace. Starting in verse 4, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved.
1: Somebody needs to hear that. By grace you have been saved. That is peaceful and it is good to embrace it's difficult sometimes so I encourage you trust God lean on your faith he will get you to that place where you accept grace because not only are we responsible for accepting his grace and love to us we're also held to a higher accountability at that point the Bible says that to much has been given, much must be expected, paraphrased. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, we have to be able to give grace back. So I want to share another acronym with you Mm -hmm. that turns it back, where we have to extend grace. And sometimes that's more difficult than the receiving of grace. Gift of responsibility and accountability shown in compassion and empathy. So, gift of... For the G, responsibility for the R, accountability for the A, compassion for C, E for empathy. And it is difficult sometimes, someone's done you wrong, someone's hurt you, it is difficult to extend grace. But when you stop and think about what Jesus did for us, and that he freely gives grace every day, should make it a little bit easier for you to accept and to give. I agree, and that's a great
0: acronym and a great way to think about it. We were given grace by God through Jesus Christ so that we can give grace to others. He poured grace upon our hearts so that we can bless others and point them to grace and give them grace. And back in Ephesians, if we go back there and read a few more verses, this will explain it a little more in verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. We talked about that. Not as a result of work so that no one may boast. But we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So by giving others grace, we are walking in those good works, Tanya. We are pointing them to Jesus. We are forgiving them, even when they don't deserve it. That's the definition of mercy and grace, giving that grace or giving that, just saying, it's okay. You, you, you did something to me. I'm going to forgive you, even if you don't deserve it. I mean, look what God did for us. And being patient with people when you're frustrated. I mean, right now, I think we're all like, we want it now and we get frustrated when things don't happen but being patient with other people you know we're all going through something
1: jill i believe you hit the nail on the head with that we are all going through something and many times i have found myself offended by what someone said or had my feelings hurt or thought they were mad at me because of how they approached me but you know people are dealing with stuff they don't talk about and that's okay pray about it that's a That's the most important thing that you can do about it. But this is a perfect example. I shouldn't take it personally. And I have really worked to not do that because I don't know what the other person's going through. It's not my responsibility to to know that. It is my responsibility to demonstrate grace as has been demonstrated to me. And I think you said it too, pray for them.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, we
1: have no idea if someone...
0: Maybe offends you or says something that hurts your feelings. They may be going through something. There may be some stress in their life or some issues. And I think being patient with people really will set us free. And and just we give that situation and what they said to God. And I think if you're humble and kind, you know the song by Tim McGraw, "Be Humble and Kind." You mentioned that song I'm my favorite. I know. You know I know. We are on Star Country, so we got to promote these That's <laughs> country. Right singers but being humble and kind to people you know maybe when you would like to to say something back defensively when someone hurts you instead say something that boosts someone up
1: or don't say anything at all and pray for them sometimes the best thing you can do is be silent sometimes you can trigger a response that could make it worse right i know i've done that that (laughs) i know i've done that but what we're talking about are real life ways that you
0: can give grace to other people. It's so important. We, we're given grace
1: so that we can give grace. Exactly. That's exactly where God put it. And I'd like to read Romans chapter 5, verse 20. And I'm going to paraphrase down to the, the second part of the verse. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So God gives us more and more grace, even at times when it seems like we shouldn't be receiving or that He's frustrated with us. He's not. He loves us. He wants to bring us back to where we're centered with Him. And that's what grace is really all about.
0: It is. And in Romans, one of the verses that is quoted a lot, Romans 3.23, we all have sinned and fallen short. But I like what you said, that sin will have no dominion over us. Sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but you are under grace, the grace of God. And it's just so awesome to know that we can be dead to sin and alive to God when we accept His grace, that gift of grace. And instead of thinking about all the sin and just dwelling in that, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And... I mean, it's not, he's not saying that you should keep on sinning. Correct. No. But when you accept his grace, then you don't want to sin. You want to please him. Like the scripture that I started with at the very beginning, that it's not because of anything that we have done, but he's called us to have this grace, and he has called us to a life, a holy life, a life that pleases him through grace.
1: Indeed. Indeed. And I think this is best demonstrated, I spent a lot of time in Romans chapter 5, I also want to pull out verse 8, but God demonstrated his own love for us, which while we were still sinners, he sent Christ to die for us. There is abounding grace there. Every one of us has a weakness in our life, something that's a trigger point, and if we're not real careful, could cause us to fall out of God's will. We have to be mindful of that. We can't just continue to do as we talked a moment ago and, mm-hmm. and get the the same outcome. But the beauty of grace is that if you should fall, grace is the reason you get to back up. Oh, I like that. Say that again. <laughs> the beauty of grace is that if you should fall, grace is the reason you get to stand back up. Amen. And that all comes from God. Right. And we all will fall. We all
0: will make mistakes. But again, His grace saves us. His grace covers us. His grace allows us to give grace to other people. So we've talked today about we're saved by God's grace. And we've talked about how grace is a gift from God. And we've also talked about how we need to give grace to other people, even when they don't deserve it. Tanya, what about God's love for us? God's abounding love, the riches of this abundant life He wants to give us. Let's talk about God's character because I think we need to think about this. God's grace gives us so much. His character is one of loving kindness, and grace flows from that, from His kindness and His love towards us. There's a scripture from the Old Testament in Exodus chapter 34 verse 6 that says the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. So listen to that. The Lord is merciful and gracious to you and He is slow to anger. And that love is so abounding
1: in His faithfulness. Absolutely, Jill. And even when we have made unwise choices gone down some paths that he wouldn't have been happy about God remains eager to express his beautiful elements his character and show us how much he loves us seeing his grace showered upon us and watching it transform us back into his image back into his welcoming love and arms of passion for us it just it, it makes me want to cry. I know. I know. It does. It's, it's so
0: overwhelming. And I remember when I finally accepted God's grace as a teenager. I was young and naive about things. I didn't think I deserved grace. I thought that I had done too much. I wasn't living maybe the way God had intended for me to live, had wanted me to live. You know, when we're young, We don't see things the same way, you know, maybe as we do today. I know I didn't, but just to know that no matter how old you are, no matter what you've done, God loves you so much. He proves that love to you by giving us the greatest gift of grace, the gift of His Son, Jesus Christ. And when I realized that, and I realized I did not know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I did not have a relationship with Him. And that's what was missing in my life. And once I accepted that abundant grace, there was no end to the goodness and the mercy and the healing and the forgiveness that God gave me. You know, He enriches our lives and unites us together by grace. Remember our acronym, God's Riches at Christ's Expense. We're all rich when we have grace. We're rich in Christ. God's riches are just poured over us. So accept those gifts, accept what God has for you, and and take in that
1: grace. By grace you will be saved. And remember to extend grace back. The cashier at the checkout line, the person at the, the other store, or maybe someone you had to call and deal with in customer service, whatever the case may be, remember we have been given much grace. Through Jesus,
0: Yes, we have,
1: Tanya. We have been given much grace through
0: Jesus. And God's grace gives us new birth into a living hope. We're created new in Christ. And when we are in Christ, we have it all. We can face our tomorrows. We can face what we're dealing with right now. And hold fast to the hope without wavering. Because Tanya, as it says in Hebrews 10, 23... Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised
1: is faithful. He is. And the responsibility of grace is to remember that we have all sinned, as we've talked about, and we have all come short of the glory of God. But even in our shortcomings, we are freely justified, purely because of grace. And because to whom much is given, much is required, God offers us grace not because we deserve it, It is unmerited, but yet He freely gives it. Folks, that is just amazing to me. And when you can embrace that, you get to move to a new level of understanding with God. And it's going to make an impact in your life every day and how you return that grace to others. It really will. And I think if we think about it
0: that way and we realize that we have grace and truth through Jesus Christ... And that from this fullness we have received grace upon grace. Grace upon grace. Grace from the Lord Jesus Christ so that we can give grace to others. They go together. We have that grace. And so it is our duty to give that grace. Receive that grace so that you can bless other people with the grace. We are saved by grace To
1: embrace grace. Oh, I like that. I like that. And I'm going to tell you, folks, it's not easy to get the process started. This has come from a lot of prayer, a lot of faith, a lot of patience, a lot of conversations with God that maybe didn't seem like a prayer, even though they really were. This does not come easy. So give yourself grace to understand it. Get in God's Word. Read over these scriptures we've talked about. Because that's how we find God in every day. That's right. And if you want to understand more, go back to
0: Ephesians. Read chapter 2. What does grace mean? And then Romans. Romans chapter 3, 5, and 6, and even there's more in, in 8 and 10. Those, those scriptures... Allow you to dig deep and, and just feel and know that grace that's given to you. Again, you are forgiven and free and washed as white as snow and cleansed by the blood of Jesus at His expense. So accept that free gift
1: and walk in grace. And when you see that flower coming up in the concrete, know that that is perseverance. Perseverance accepting god's love his grace his mercy having faith that it could happen friend it can happen to you too yes just believe
0: to receive again we were saved by grace to embrace grace let us pray dear heavenly father thank you for your gift of grace for we would know that we were all saved by grace. It's a free gift from you, Lord. We thank you for this gift. Let us embrace this grace and give grace to others knowing that your grace is abounding and everlasting and the love that you have for us is proof that you love us, that there is grace. So Lord, we thank you for your riches at Christ's expense. We thank you for this grace that you have so freely given us. And we just pray that we would be able to extend that grace onto other people. We love you and we thank you.
1: In Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can do a simple search, Journey with Jesus, and find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and coming soon to Pandora. You can also reach out to us in email. We'd love to hear from you or if you have a special prayer request at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.